Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I am your host, Chuck O'Noctane. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we create to inspire, and we inspire to create. And around and around, it keeps going. Go to LowerGentryStudios.com. I forgot the www there. I don't know if you need it. Go to www.LowerGentryStudios.com to check out some original content created by our studios, which includes this podcast and some other things that I'm not going to explain because the theme song is over and... Therefore, the advertising has ended as well. How's everybody doing out there in the Treasure Valley today? Message me if you feel the need to share because I will read your message and I might even respond to it if I'm not too busy. Who we can, nobody's too busy right now, except for maybe the healthcare workers and politicians because they have lots of meetings going on. Let's talk about politicians and what's going on here in the Treasure Valley. I want to give an update to last week. Slick's Bar here in Nampa did not open on Saturday. They got cold feet. Actually, no, their feet were normal temperature. Mayor Mayor Debbie Kling here in Nampa, she decided to go against the grain. And rather than using Nampa's police force to fine and incarcerate people that are going against Governor Little's stay-at-home order. I don't know if incarceration is an option. I know that you can find people. I was being overly dramatic. But she's going against the grain with Governor Little's stay-at-home order. She's saying, I'm not going to fight businesses. If you want to open up, open up. Our police force is going to inform those businesses how to stay safe. And her quote is, we don't want to battle our citizens We want to battle the coronavirus. I think it's a pretty common sense approach. People are going to do what they want to do anyway. We don't want to start beating them with police batons and throwing them in prison. We just want to make sure everybody's staying safe and staying healthy. I think that's a very optimistic approach. And it puts me in an optimistic mood today to hear that news. Actually, I heard it a few days ago. But I feel like we are nearing the end of this first phase of this coronavirus thing. And it's... It's gotten me to think about a lot of positive things that are going to come out of this situation. It's okay to be happy. Put a smile upon your face. People die every day. Maybe hell is such a bad place. There are a few different categories where I foresee things are going to come out of this situation better than they were before. We were all miserably at home under fear of the coronavirus. The first category where I see positive changes happening are in the category of health. Prior to the coronavirus, too many of us were laissez-faire with the way we coughed and sneezed. I think people are going to be more self-conscious about where their mucus flies out of their face. And I think other people are going to hold those people more accountable if they are laissez-faire with their facial excrement. So I'm looking forward to that. There are so many situations where I've seen people do those weak cough covers where they have their hand two feet away from them as kind of a gesture that I don't want you to catch this, but I'm really not going to put enough effort to put my face into my elbow. Like it's that much work. So that's nice. I think out of this entire situation, we're going to see more vaccines for kids. I don't know if 
any one of you have heard of the Followers of Christ, but they're a church here in Idaho that kind of annoy me a little bit. Uh, Their philosophy is that you need to pray to cure people. And I actually know a former teacher who had a child in her class. She was a second grade teacher. She had a child in her class whose parents were followers of Christ. That's the name of the church. I'm not saying that if you are a follower of Christ, you believe this, but if you are a member of the followers of Christ church, you might adhere to some of uh, these terrible, terrible standards for medical care. Anyway, the second grade teacher, she had a child in her class that had seizures However, her parents were followers of Christ. The child's parents were followers of Christ. And they did not want the child to receive any medical treatment when she had a seizure. So second graders, seven years old, she said that her entire class got used to a seven-year-old falling on the floor and having a seizure about once a month. The first couple times, everyone panicked. But by the third, fourth time, they just saw it as normal. When the school tried to call an ambulance the first time, the parents threatened to sue. So hopefully we'll see less of that because these types of things, there is a way to help people when they have medical condition conditions. And it's not always the best answer to pray. It doesn't hurt, but it isn't the only way. Another health situation that I see improving, I don't know if you've noticed, but here in the Treasure Valley even, which isn't that populated compared to some of the large areas in the country, the air quality is much better. Normally this time of year, it seems like the inversion starts to settle in. When it gets a little bit warmer, we're going to have 90 degree weather tomorrow. And when that happens, sometimes I dread it because my sinuses get so congested due to the fact that we have smoke linger, pollution linger here in the Treasure Valley so frequently. But the skies are wonderfully clear. I've seen photos of cities like LA, which normally it's just disgusting. I don't know if you've ever flown into LAX, but when you come down on the airplane, you can just see this this cloud of soot and brownness hovering over the entire city. And it just, it outlines on the coast where the winds blow it in slightly. So hopefully everybody learns to appreciate that. Maybe we might get a couple electric cars, a couple more, two or three It all helps. I see a lot of more people spending time outdoors as well, which is wonderful. Hopefully we're experiencing decreased stress from going outside. I love it. I would rather work outdoors than indoors. It's just hard to find a job that pays enough where you work outdoors and that isn't seasonal, right? Coming out of this coronavirus stay at home situation, I feel like we're going to value interpersonal interaction a little bit more and hopefully spend less time on our phones. I've had too many situations where people are messing around on their phone and ignoring the people around them. I know you've all had it happen too. And now I am very optimistic that people are going to be more engaged because we're going to miss hanging out with our friends and family and not be looking towards our phones for that social interaction because we're learning right now that it is actually worthless. It is the candy of our need to interact with people. We're going to see a lot of political changes coming out of this. I hope, I really hope to God that we see some changes in our, in our political system. I am very optimistic that people will start to consider third party options. Obviously the Republicans and Democrats are both corrupt 
is all shit. Excuse my French. That's not French, I don't think. I don't think shit's a French word, but I don't even know where that term comes from. Excuse my French. French people must love to curse. I don't know. I don't speak French. But I hope we see a lot more viability of third-party candidates coming out of this. Obviously, Donald Trump, not the most brilliant man to be running the country. Not a solid scientific mind, which we all know. Joe Biden, the liberal media is doing a wonderful job of concealing the fact that he most likely assaulted women throughout his past. So hopefully we get a viable third-party option. It's too bad Ralph Nader got such a bad rap for running in 2000. Not that he'd be able to run for president now anyway. I think the guy's like 104 or something like that. I'm not I'm not quite sure. But it'd be nice to get a third-party candidate out there and to see people vote so that the stranglehold that the Republican and Democratic parties have on our entire country is loosened. The other conversation that I'm seeing pop up more often is the idea of a universal basic income, which I personally would love for our society to take on that experiment. Rather than have this gigantic bureaucratic process in place to help people in need, why don't we just give everybody equal footing in the form of universal basic income? Yes, we might have to have more taxes in place. Yes, it is, quote unquote, a socialistic policy, but at least it's fair. It also is nice that we're starting to see the blurred lines between healthcare as a right versus a business. Yes, healthcare should be a business in some venues, but there... There should be some rights that we have as a citizen of this country to health. And it wouldn't be very expensive to have things covered like annual checkups. With all of these changes going on with this with the coronavirus, we're going to notice that the the corporate greed is is really out of control. We never held anyone accountable in 2008. We're not holding anyone accountable again right now, it seems like. I keep hearing about Boeing getting another bailout after they killed two plane loads worth of people because of trying to cut corners while producing a new airplane and blaming it on pilots crying out loud it's ridiculous so the other avenue where i'm hoping to see a change after coronavirus is in the scientific field because i think we need some more funding for medical research obviously vaccines if we had some cash that we spent on vaccines back when the SARS epidemic happened, we might have been able to uh, prevent some of the coronavirus spread. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Those are related viruses. The SARS virus, the coronavirus, the new novel one is actually a SARS type virus. They're related. And they think if we would have developed a vaccine for SARS, it may have helped prevent or at least inoculate a small percentage of the population, which would have been helpful. Any little bit helps. Um, I'm optimistic that we'll eventually just stop aging so that nobody dies. It's kind of a crazy idea, but there are certain species of, I think, jellyfish and sea sponges that never die. They're basically eternal. And so there is a way for biology to allot for immortality. And why don't we figure it out? That'd be exciting, right? And maybe... After this entire thing is over, we're going to value scientific careers more than bureaucratic. No offense to you lawyers out there, but I think I want some more scientists in office. It seems like people go from legal teams into politics pretty quickly because they understand the rules and, and that's good. But I think understanding reality is a little bit more important than being able to 
figure out which rules you broke and which rules need to be followed in which situations. So I'd like to see more scientists in office. That would be nice. Just like the Germans. Burkel. Frau Burkel. She's a, she's a physicist, I believe. Brilliant person, I would imagine. Running a country, one that's come back from two world wars in the last century and still is on top of Europe. Crazy. Must be because they value their scientists. That's all I'm saying. Take a, take a note out of the German book. Anyway, that's all I have for today. That was kind of a short one. Why don't we end today with a joke from a hat? Make someone laugh. It's Joe from a hat. Okay, let's see here. What is a silly hat funnier than this joke? That was a funny one. All right, well, thanks so much for tuning in this week to Treasure Valley Podcast. Go to treasurevalleypodcast.com to check out back episodes of this podcast. You can actually check it out at Google Play, iTunes Store. Any of those places where you get your podcasts, unless you use some weird fly-by-night podcast service. And thank you all for tuning in. See you next week.